0: Hello everyone, I'm very excited to be here today and you are joining me on my second episode on the changing demographics due to the coronavirus. Now today I have some exciting news to share with you guys because of some things that I've said in the last episode and how the coronavirus curve is progressing. So recently I've read in the news that the coronavirus pandemic is actually showing a similar curve um, to that of the spanish flu and it was very interesting to see that the world uh, may now be on the third and what is likely to be the final wave of the coronavirus if it does follow the pattern of the of the spanish flu now we are not sure and we're however what we do know is that um, patients are globally rising around the world it is so in korea as well um patients has been below 100 However, it's slowly progressing towards the 200s and for two days straight, um, it has been the patients has been over 200 people and uh, um, that is very interesting to see. And of course, it's very unfortunate that there are more patients, that there are more people dying. However, this curve is very important to know to see how this disease may progress before the proper vaccine is created. Now we're going to talk about vaccines in the upcoming episodes. However, some new discoveries, some new changes, and even some new uh, more news on this topic has been going around. A lot of countries have created the vaccine, which is now a lot of them, is in trial. Um, different companies have different vaccines, mostly antibody based. And therefore, I'm very excited to talk about that in upcoming episodes as well. Going straight into my the second episode. So today, linking this back to the our last episode, I'm going to talk about the changing demographics of countries based on the coronavirus pandemic. Now, we know that since we are in a modern society, we know that we have advanced technology that we are developing such such things that allows us to more secure around these type of pandemics, to have the ability to fight against it. However, we should also take into consideration that we have higher and more greater population mobility. We have a dense population, especially crowded in urban areas. We have population aging as a very significant problem in countries such as South Korea and Japan. And uh, therefore, these factors actually make infection more easy to spread to people to people and this kind of compensates and acts as a check and balance to the technology technological advancements that we have because it's 2020, because science is evolving. And uh, therefore, because of these impacts, we're seeing a very unique demographical change that is significant for each country. But today, I'm going to focus on the countries of the Philippines and the United States, which both represents the situation of the developing country and a developed country. A pandemic, and especially viruses, are not discriminatory, which means that it is it has a universal impact on all countries alike, uh, no matter their social status, no matter their stage of development. So whether that is that is a developing country such as for the Philippines or a developed country like the United States, we know that it has equal impact on both countries and what really affects the amount of impact that it has on the country depends on how the country deals with it. And also, there are factors that are uncontrollable and root from the culture of each country, such as how many people are living in one household and what type of jobs are prominent in their that area, or the gender ratio, or all those socio-economic factors, that we encounter every day and is a very large part of culture in many countries. So it's very interesting to see that there are different opinions and very diverse thoughts on the, what the demographical changes of each country might be. Um, even though I'm giving a specific example of the Philippines and the United States, this might also be a cohesive overview of what might be happening in a developed country and a developing country. So starting from a developing country, the Philippines the the situation in the Philippines is very similar to that of Italy because the Philippines' average house size is 4.4 people, which is just another indicator that there is higher intergenerational contact um with the younger and older family members, and which commutes from both villages and cities, shows that there can be faster or a higher rate of disease spreading, or um, we can say that if one person gets infected, there will be more people getting infected in a shorter period of time. And for the developing country like the Philippines, we know that there is a larger, younger population compared to that of the older aging, older population compared to the developing country, which is more of a diamond shape compared to that of a developing country. And the reason is so is because they ha- The developing countries as a whole they have a comparatively shorter lifespan and there is more birth um, compared to developed countries now unlike the experts prediction at the start of the pandemic that the elder population will have the greatest target and the most infected there has actually been statistical proof that there was a decrease in the mean age of the infected which shifted from 50 years old to 37 years old now we can prove this fact because we can justify this because the working population is much more mobile compared to that of the elder population who tends to stay home more, they tend to stay in one place more, and therefore the younger population is getting more infected because they have more contact with society. And because there was an expansion in the COVID-19 deaths in the younger population, there was an unexpected transition to the demographical change or the effect on countries like like the developing countries. Now, even though the amount of people who get infected does not go directly with the population who gets killed at the end of the day, we know that there will be a kind of a racial shift, that there will be more people dying from the younger population. Therefore, experts predict that this might compromise the population of the working class, however, or the younger population. However, some experts predict that because there is a change in the access of contraceptives, that there might, on the other hand, be a boom in births because people are not getting proper access to contraceptives especially during this time when people are suffering to maintain their living because of this unemployment issues and this this pandemic that has been prolonging a long time and there are con- contradicting opinions on what might be happening or what might at the end of the day affect countries like the Philippines and more demographical um, changes, more studies are being released on this matter. Now compared to the developing countries, developed countries um, such as the United States is actually very prominently um, showing signs of a decrease in population. So this such the statistical predictions so show that by 2046, 374 million people will be the population of the United States, which is 10, 10 million people less than what was predicted in 2018, which just shows that there are, there will be less births, that this pandemic will affect populations on the long run, not only on the short run. Now, the decline in birth rate is, is shown to be due to the higher unemployment rate and the increase in the anxiety of total economic co- consequences following the pandemic. Now we can see that there's the economy is stagnant. Even though governments are trying to reopen the economy while they're trying to get the money flowing again, it's really difficult in the time of the pandemic when a lot of the a lot of the working force, when a lot of the population, which equates to the power of the country, is actually going out of work because they are not in the positions to go to work, but rather many of them are needing medical attention. Now, the families of those in need or the employers, on the other hand, are not able to employ more employees because this financial system, this financial situation is compromising them of this ability. They're unable to maintain their store. They are un- unable to maintain their business. And a lot of them are going out of business. And therefore, such impacts at the end of the day is Rising the level of anxiety. While uh, in a developed country, we usually think that people are prosperous, that they are living a life more of one not compromised with money. But now the situation is a lot different. Even though one before pandemic might have been in financial, they would they might have been in financial financial a position to spend how much how much money they want. But now they are not in this such case. They are now in a situation where they must um, consider what, what money they're actually earning and what money that they might be spending. And such anxiety levels are actually rising in the middle class more than the, that of the um, higher economic classes. And this is because that the middle class is the one who's more, more much targeted from the coronavirus pandemic. Now, the total GDP and also la- labor productivity has significantly declined. The growth rate, which was originally projected to be 1.5, it went down to 1.3 of the growth rate um, compared to that of 2018. And both factors are cut by the total GDP. Um, such changes are uh, 02 Percent change might not seem a lot. However, at the end of the day, this is what is going to affect the future generation. This is what is going to affect um, the choices that people make but in the present, right now. That will significantly affect the future. And the misleading or the the difficult thing is that we are not sure when this might end. We are unsure of the our future, at least before the vaccine comes out. And therefore, this time of the the year, this time of the societal situation is when anxiety rates are high. This is when people are actually dying, we're losing loved ones, and people of the developing country are now thinking a little bit differently from what they have usually thought of. And these are the main examples of a developing country and developed country. Um, there will be more reports coming out based on, you know, the demographical changes or the demographical effects on how experts uh, prospect the demographic changes might affect our future. However, this year, in this time of the day, well, this is what I can say for now. And uh, yeah, this was a very short episode, but I hope everyone's doing well. And I will be back with another episode next week. So stay tuned and bye-bye.